Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Shudder to imagine how I would be responding to this were I not sober. Clear thinking. Can't even imagine. I thought uh, it was the end of the world when I was getting sober and there was nothing going on outside of my own little planet not like this anyways I wanted to read something and it is from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and it's from the family afterward and it says at the top of page 133 we are sure God wants us to be happy joyous and free. We cannot subscribe to the belief that this life is a veil of tears, though it once was just that for many of us. But it is clear that we made our own misery. God didn't do it. Avoid, then, the deliberate manufacture of misery. But if trouble comes, cheerfully capitalize it as an opportunity to demonstrate his omnipotence. Read the end again. If trouble comes, cheerfully capitalize it as an opportunity to demonstrate his omnipotence, his endless power. God's Complete power. Infinite. If trouble comes, cheerfully capitalize it as an opportunity to demonstrate that. And if you're not there and you can't do this, and that thought of that just freaks you out and makes you uptight and makes you think whatever, something, I get it. I really do. 
it is one of the only things I'm thinking about today. As I am surrounded by more and more worry and fear and panic from people I love. And I want to tell a story about this little section of the book that I just read. And I may have shared it on here somewhere before, I don't know. Because it has become the event that I associate with that reading. So if you've heard this before, you'll hear it again. And I don't even know if I have shared it. Years ago, my mother-in-law was going to come visit California for the first time. She'd never been here. She was really excited about it. There were all kinds of places she wanted to go. All kinds of places she wanted to see. She wanted to go over here. She wanted to go over here. She wanted to go over there. She wanted to visit this and look at that. She was just beside herself with anticipation and excitement. To see all these things and go all these places and do all this stuff. And uh, so she got here and... She and my wife picked me up from work in our car. And I got in the car and we drove about, I don't know, 15 feet, 20 feet. And the smoke starts billowing out of the engine. Just, just billowing. Just, it's over. The car is just, it's not, it's not going anywhere. It is a, it's just done. So we take it over to a mechanic and uh, he says it needs a whole new radiator and it needs it. That's it. And this is what it'll cost and so on and so forth. And, you know, there's a lot of sort of, anxiety going around at this point and it was kind of an anxiety move it wasn't our normal mechanic it was just right there near where we lived walked to it and uh, didn't have to fuss with any of this other stuff so anyways so this is what it's going to cost and it needs this and this is what it's going to cost and bottom line it costs hundreds hundreds of dollars and uh, pretty much cleans us out at that time. Pretty much. And then we go to pick up the car and the car still doesn't work. So now everybody's mad and I'm mad and my wife's mad and mother-in-law's mad and everybody's mad because and then I say you know we're not going to pay for this and I, don't, I want a refund he says no I'm not going to give you a refund it was, out, it was outrageous it was outrageous and everybody was freaking out there's a million reasons to be mad, upset. We were wronged. We were victimized. 
Bettis. And, you know, meanwhile, my mother-in-law has been in California for hours now, and this is what her experiences had been about. And then this thing I just read in the book book starts to materialize in my mind. I start thinking about it a lot and I'm praying and okay. I, I I could say this falls into the category of trouble coming. And uh that was my thinking about it. And so when I started to think about I started to think about maybe this is not imposed on me. Maybe this is granted. Maybe this has happened for some reason. We did everything we could with the car. I was responsible in every way you could be responsible. I communicated very clearly. I was able to change the things I could, and I was able to accept the things I could not change. And I was able to see the difference between those two things and act accordingly. And as soon as I could, this peace came over me, and I just felt amazing in the middle of all this. I felt amazing, and I felt this, this responsibility to set a tone of peace and go against all this panic and go against all this and deal with it spiritually and not sulk and not go over it and not dwell on it. Bottom line, we were going to have to wait a few days before we could go anywhere. And that would be most of the trip. So, I thought this is an opportunity to cheerfully demonstrate that everything is fine. Cheerfully. demonstrate that everything was okay. And everything was okay. We ended up getting another car. Everything ended up being fine. It really did. There was nothing to fight. And so I said, let's put together a puzzle. And let's listen to a record. And so the three of us did that for days and we talked and we listened to music and we sang and we talked and we listened to music and we sang and we listened to the same record over and over and over again we all loved it and uh, then we got a car and we ended up going to all these places she wanted to go but the, the magic of the trip had already happened. To this day, she never talks about any of the other stuff. She never talks about any of the places we were able to go and see. She never talks about any of the places we visited. But what she always brings up and talks about, and what we all remember and bring up and talk about, was sitting around together and doing puzzles. 
It is so tempting when someone wrongs you or something doesn't make sense that is happening to give in to fear and panic and anger. It's so tempting. But I don't think that's what God wants me to do. I don't think it helps anyone. It doesn't make any problems go away. It exacerbates them. And still to this day, that's what I think about when I read that. Avoid the deliberate manufacture of misery. Avoid it. But if trouble comes, cheerfully capitalize it as an opportunity to demonstrate. Demonstrate. This isn't an internal thing. This isn't just something I prayed and then I felt better and then I was basically acting the same. This was a demonstration. This was a call for me, from my higher power, I feel, to show what living in faith can look like. And I have to tell you, they were shocked. Well, she was shocked. My mother-in-law, was. she was pleasantly shocked at my attitude. And then eventually, because of that, everyone's attitude. Because it didn't feel like it was coming from me. Didn't feel like it was my doing. I was asking God, keep me out of this. How can I how can I get out of this? How can I get my ego out of this? Don't please help me not make this about me. And if I'm mad at the mechanic, I'm making it about me. And I feel like I was asked to step outside of myself and say, okay. All right. Look at the bigger picture. And one element to the bigger picture is what's her experience like? Just think about it. She just got here. There's nothing you can do about this right now. I could have had a terrible attitude and we wouldn't have had a car for three days. I could have gone on and on and on about it. I could have made myself a tremendous... I could have been indignant. And because of my experience with the steps and because of how much I had been able to practice this kind of thing... I was about 20-something years sober at the time of this. Because of all that, it was was not that hard to switch gears. To go from, you know, wanting to have this ruin the whole trip to, hey, what are you doing? How can you... This isn't imposed. This is a present of some kind. Open it. You've been here before. You've been in discomfort before. You've 
You've had plans suddenly change. You've had things seem like they're all wrong. You've had things seem like they'll never be solved or they'll never end or life's not fair. You've felt this before. You've been here before. You can get through this. More than get through it, you can transform this moment into something beautiful. So practicing it makes it easier and easier and easier to do for me. It wasn't that hard. It really wasn't. Because I have had experience doing that. So I wanted to convey that because on top of everything else I'm trying to share, I really want to convey that it's not... My experience is that this stuff works better and better and better. When I was new, the perception I had was that it was always going to be a struggle. These principles were always going to be a pain in the ass. It was always going to be contrary action. It would never get better. It would always feel like work. But the results, which nobody ever told me about, the results, in my experience, get better and better, more enriching, more profound, more wonderful all the time to the point where the circumstances don't matter that much because it's about the principles and the principle here was um, use this as an opportunity to show everyone around you how amazing God is get out of self don't make this about you I know but the mechanic was wrong yeah I know but the timing was awful seemingly yeah but you know it's gonna cost all that money and you really don't have it yeah I get it 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 but God is bigger than all that and I started to learn that when I start to practice things like this. We always make them kind of seem small. Circumstances like this. Well, you know, you'll never believe what happened with my car. Well, where's God in this? Well, you know, I'll get to that. No. It's important. It's relevant right now. It's amazing what we can do with these things. And I'm aware that I'm sharing a story that is about a relatively minor inconvenience compared to what is going on today. But I'm sharing this because the principle is the same. So... There it is. I think because of the mood today, I'm going to forego doing 
one of those meditations from the Sarcastic Daily Meditations book. But we'll do that again next time. And I will be back soon because it seems appropriate. Why not? My aim with these things is to help someone. Which is why it always feels so good when somebody writes me and says, that helped me. Because that's what I'm trying to do here. I don't really plan it. It's largely intuitive. I just kind of go with it. I don't listen to them. I don't edit them. I just go. And uh, I hope that what I shared today makes a difference somewhere. On that note, I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. I hope you'll do the same. Good night.